Hey guys, it's Sarah from the Life as an Experiment podcast. Um, just a very quick update on what has been happening uh, to my life as well as to me as well as to the podcast because I know I have been away for about a month. Okay, so um, things have been quite interesting and... Um, you know, just just looking back at the past, you know, month and in in twenty twenty, there's been a lot of changes and a lot of transformation, um, good and bad, for all of us. And for me, I had you know the past month or so, I've actually been feeling really, really kind of um, just not really very connected with you know my business and my blogging and my podcast. So I kind of just you know decided not to. Um, push myself too much to record, you know, the audios as well as the podcast episodes. Um, I just didn't want to feel like I was forcing myself to do something from a place where, you know, I was just not interested in, in, in doing it at the moment. So um, I just thought that I would carry on with it, you know, when the time felt right. And now, um, the past couple of um, two weeks, I would say, um, I was just thinking a little bit about my business, you know, and how far it has come and the number of clients and number of new people I've met um, and the community that I've built around my business. And it's been so interesting, um, you know, hearing people's stories and helping people, you know, guiding them through where they want to be um, and, and seeing them get better and, and things like that. It's always been, you know, a huge motivation for me doing this work. Um and previously, I've always helped people with, you know, different types of personal growth issues. Um, what I would like to focus on in 2021, um, you know, just thinking about the direction of my business is, you know, I have so many people coming to me about, you know, negative self-beliefs, um, you know, destructive inner critics, um, having, you know, just, just, you know, you're just stuck in a negative rut you know, and their minds just cannot get them out of it. I have so many clients that have seen their lives affected, you know, by negative self-beliefs um, over the years, you know. So, uh, romantically, they have not also been, you know, um, there's not been much success there or, you know, they've been in relationships or dating people that they actually don't, they know it's not right for them, but they actually continue to do so. And in terms of, um, you know, how self-beliefs affect our lives, uh Another big area it affects our lives in is in career as well. So I have a lot of people coming to me, especially in the pandemic times, to tell me stuff like, you know, I've been working in a really toxic work environment. How do I get out of it? Um, you know, and, and small business owners as well coming to me and telling me, you know, how difficult it is to actually continue on. A lot of people have also been experiencing loneliness um, through the pandemic times. And, you know, um, we all crave... Uh, you know, being able to socialize and being able to be, you know, to be in close relationships with other people. We crave intimacy, right? I mean, we are all humans. Um, but as a result of the pandemic, um, a lot of us have, you know, um, had dating or relationship related, um, you know, stuff that has been shelved. I, you know, I know that at the start of uh, 2020, I actually wanted to um, start dating all over again, um, you know, because my, my, my busy times have, um, with my studies and my work have ended. Um, but yeah, you know, a pandemic threw me for a loop and I'm kind of, um, yeah, my plans have actually been shelved. Um, so a lot of us have actually also found um, ourselves in situations, romantic situations where, um, you know, out of loneliness or out of, you know, just a craving of, you know, being, you know, the feeling of 
being near another human being. Um, many of us have actually found ourselves in situations or in romantic situations where it's kind of grey, where, you know, maybe our boundaries have actually been crossed or maybe we've, you know, not been actually tuning into ourselves and our feelings and really... Um, putting our values first so many of my clients have actually come to me saying that you know if you know actually found themselves in very very shady relationship um dating experiences as a result of the pandemic um lots of people you know being ghosted and you know being treated a certain way and um you know proliferation of online dating um, has also led to a lot of different, different situations where we actually wouldn't have found ourselves in if the pandemic wasn't around. Um, yeah, so and lots, of, lots of stuff has been coming up for, you know, humanity in the past couple of months as a result of the pandemic. Lots of um, uncertainty and lots of fears that are actually coming up because, you know, now we can't really predict what is going to happen Um you know, the new, the new sort of normalcy is something that we have never navigated before as, you know, a human species. And um, this pandemic has been like on a worldwide global scale with every single person has been affected in different ways, whether it's your personal relationships, you know, or your self-beliefs, um, or your, your career, or your business, or your, you know, your family ties, your social relationships with people. It has been affected in many, many ways. And... Yeah, and, and that is all, you know, it's also easy to actually feel fearful and to feel like, you know, we cannot get out of this um, this pandemic or this, you know, couple of months, you know, feeling okay, you know, because so many of us have been feeling like crap the past couple of months in different ways. I know I have, okay, because personally, I've seen my workload actually increase double or triple the amount of workload that I experienced before the pandemic started. Lots of toxic situations that come out of that. Um, I've also been in a toxic um, dating situation, you know, at the start of the pandemic, um, which, you know, um, I'm glad that I actually put an end to before it actually went forward. So, you know, the thing that's actually been coming up a lot for me when I talk to my clients and I talk to my friends and other people that have actually been experiencing so much of emotional upheaval the past couple of months is that firstly, um, the pandemic, as awful as it is, actually brings forth to our consciousness and to our awareness um, the things that we've actually been putting off in life and the things that we actually need looking at. So that could mean... Um, you know, the pandemic has probably, for example, surfaced a toxic work situation where, you know, you've been in this particular company in this particular space for, a, you know, a long time, probably longer than you would actually have. Um, and then you probably would have needed to stay on. Um, and, you know, it's now surfaced this really, really toxic work culture that you probably were ignoring before the pandemic started. Um, or probably the pandemic has been actually surfacing, you know, that, well, you know, there, there are certain, certain needs and certain, you know, um, romantic-related uh, needs that you actually, um, you know, wanted to always tap into, but you never actually have given yourself a chance to. So, yeah, whereas the pandemic has been really, really awful to all of us in, you know, small ways or in large ways, I think it's brought to us stuff that, you know, we as a human species have been putting on for the longest time. Whether it be, you know, a pivot in terms of your 
um, work or your romantic relationships or your financial um, issues, you know, it has all brought it to, to our awareness in a very, very big way. So it has been really, really overwhelming to deal with. But um, I also see the pandemic as an opportunity, right? Um, it's a time where we actually, you know, can stand, you know, at, <laughs> at um, you know, be still and actually look at what we really want in life. You know, if, if this thing is boring us, if this work situation or this romantic situation is actually causing us a lot of grief, it's time to actually, you know, be still, be present and to pivot. It's a great time to actually feel into what you really, really want out of the situation and out of your own life and to make the choices that um, and the decisions that you've been putting off for a while, okay? Um, and what do you mean by that? So... For example, when I was in that very weird, toxic dating situation a couple of months back, all the way back when lockdown started, um, it was a repeat of a, you know, a relationship, an old relationship pattern that I thought I had already gotten rid of many, many years ago. So, you know, it's it's normal to feel, like I said, to feel lonely and to feel like you want some, crave some intimacy during the um, pandemic, you know, periods. So I was kind of seeing this guy on and off who was a really manipulative, quite um, kind of weird, shady sort of character. But um, I kept up with it a couple of months, although you know I had such strong gut feelings to actually just stop talking to him and I didn't really heed my intuition's advice early on. So I carried on with stuff, although I felt really, really like crap inside. And one fine day, I was just like, it was in the middle of lockdown. Um, we were not allowed to actually go out to meet anybody. Um, and you know, he was suggesting all these things about like, you know, let's, you know, meet for a couple of hours and, you know, let's drive somewhere. And I'm like, I don't think I want to do that. And that's when it really hit me. Like, um, I can't continue pretending, um, to be okay with this entire romantic situation. Okay. I can actually just say, no, this is not what I want. Goodbye. Okay. So that's what I did. It was kind of like a soul awakening (laughs) of sorts where I just up and told him that, you know, um, while it's cool getting to know you, you know, I don't think this is really working out, right? Um, so the pandemic actually gave me a chance to actually stop and and be aware, you know, to kind of think that, wow, you know, this is actually a repeat of a relationship pattern that um, I had many, many years ago. Do I really want to continue on with it, you know? And um, my gut and my, my, my higher self and my, my soul, whatever you call it, was, you know, telling me no. And, and I went through that. And that's a whole different change in perspective and behaviors that have given me um, a new sort of newfound confidence, I would say, in terms of um, being able to navigate romantic situations and say no to things and to lay down boundaries and actually respect my own boundaries. Um, I've also, you know talk to people that have been in toxic work situations where it's like, you know, it's come to the point where they're like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Um, you know, all these different, different things that I was trying, you know, to, to, to do at work, you know, it's not working out and this is where I leave. And leaving a, a job behind or leaving, you know, a business behind and just closing shop and saying, you know, that's it. It's difficult to do, you know, because there's so much of uncertainty and we have so much of fear around the things that, um, you know, that, that surround all the important things in our life. And it's actually very important to say that, no, we can't, we're incapable of, um, we will never do or find the same person again or the same type of job again. But a lot of these things are actually very limiting in a sense that they actually keep you very, very small. 
and they limit you to a place where um, you probably don't grow as a person if you keep staying on in that situation. So the pandemic actually has brought up a lot of those sorts of situations for many, many people. And it's very uncomfortable. I mean, when I had to confront things that I actually knew that I didn't want to because I want life to be peaceful and secure and safe and, and fun and enjoyable and all, you know, have to always think about what to do next and always have to make important decisions about my life. Um, when faced with those um, choices, um, you know, it's really about having the courage and just stepping up and saying like, hey, you know, this is... Um, this is not in line with my values, it's not in line with my principles, and it's not what I want to continue with. Um, I, I believe that, you know, the step that I'm taking, you know, although it's new, it's fresh, I've not been there before, but it's something that I believe that I can actually do it. Yeah. And um, sometimes, you know, self-beliefs and self-confidence or self-esteem, um, they work in very interesting ways because the more that you actually the more that you actually tell yourself that you can do something you know you will actually yeah the mind actually works quite interesting ways in which you know you you tell yourself you can do something and then you end up you know um doing all these things that actually further proves to you that you can do something right um, it's really about taking the first step that's always really, really difficult and really tough. Um, but it's the first step that really matters. And, you know, in terms of building your self-esteem and your self-confidence, it's always about the small steps. And it's like what I tell my clients sometimes, it's really about just giving yourself bite-sized, you know, pieces of things that you feel that you can do and you can accomplish right now. It will give you small wins. And, you know, you, you build it up from there. So you start really, really small um, and then you keep going and building, um, you know, your capabilities as you go along. And that's how you build self-confidence. So, it, you know, sometimes starts with a very innocuous thing. Like for me, it started with saying no to the, the, the shady, toxic uh, person that I was seeing. And then it built into, you know, just asserting myself better at work. You know, I was just telling people like, this is my maximum. I've reached my limit. I cannot take on it anymore. Um, so self-confidence works in very, very cool ways in that, you know, once you start doing it in one area of your life, it just, you know, diffuses over, you know, it builds over, flows over to other areas of your life as well. So when you start doing something that, you know, is a small win in one area of life, you start finding yourself, you know, being better able to do, um, you know, other, you know, stuff in, in other areas of your life, which, you know, continues to build up your self-confidence and self-esteem. So another part about self-esteem is, you know, your overcoming or, you know, really crushing your destructive inner critic, your destructive negative self-beliefs. Every one of us has some sort of, you know, um, horrible inner critic playing the same negative tapes over and over again, telling you, you know, you can't do it, you're not up for it, you're not good enough, um, you're not good looking enough, you are not smart enough, you're stupid, etc, etc. All of us have, you know, some sort of take that has been playing in our heads, you know, every time you go to do something. But um, what I found really, really works is that 
you've got to just tell yourself, you know, tell your inner critic that, you know, hey, um, whatever, I like, I like to give my inner critic a name. Um, so, hey, Susan, no offense to any Susans out there listening, but, uh, you know, hey, Susan, I hear you. You know, I know that you think that I can't do it, but I hear you. Okay. Um, I know you're worried for me. A lot of our inner critics actually uh, come up because, you know, they are um, trying to protect us, but they actually keep us really, really small and they make us feel really, really bad about ourselves. So I'll tell my inner critic that, you know, hey, I hear you. Um, you know, I'm a different person now. I'm going to try to do something different this time around. I'm going to try and break the pattern. Um, you just take a seat, okay, and watch me do it, right? <laughs> so um, it's a lot about, there are, there are a couple of different techniques of um, kind of challenging your inner critic. And I'll actually put a link to uh, one of my blog posts where I talk about this. And um, these techniques, you know, you can't use them as a one-off. It's, it's, you know, you have to keep doing it whenever you hear a negative voice come up. You just tell yourself or tell it to shut up, right? So that's the other part about um, self-esteem. It's about doing the positive stuff, the small wins and the small steps. And it's also dealing with the negative stuff. So, you know, um, telling your inner critic that, you know, you recognize what it's trying to do, but you're not going to let it win this time around. Right. So um, the two big areas that people have been struggling a lot with their self-esteem with, um, you know, in the past couple of months at least, has been in work and in, in romance. And, you know, it's all about, you know, just summarizing this episode. It's all really about just making those um, small steps and in any area of your life, really, you know, to build the habit and the pattern of, um, you know, uh, positive, uh, healthy self-esteem. And it's also about telling yourself that, you know, um, telling your inner critic that you do not want to listen to it anymore. So, you know, in experiencing or if you're navigating dating right at that moment and, you know, um, you know, you keep hearing this voice telling you that you're not good enough, you're not pretty enough, you'll never find someone that you like. It's time to just tell that voice to shut up. And it's also time to, you know, put yourself a little bit out there. Um, not in a big way, if that's not what you're comfortable with, um, but in small ways. You know, it could mean just, you know, chatting up random people. Um, you know, maybe not random people, but, you know, maybe seeing people or colleagues at the pantry where you've not spoken to before and striking up conversation with them or, you know, um, striking up conversation with a barista at Starbucks, you know, or, or, you know, doing something small like that to get you into the, you know, motion of um, talking to people. And then, you know, when you feel comfortable you, and, and ready, you can, you know, get into all those social groups and um, potentially um, romantic situations where you attract um, more of the same. Right? Yeah. So um, this is uh, basically my episode on my podcast for today. Um, just wanted to hop on. Um, don't really have any script or anything. So I might be all over the place. Uh, hopefully some messages have actually gotten, gotten through to you. So this is the, the place that I actually want to um, pivot my business a little bit because I used to be all about personal growth, general personal growth and um, personal effectiveness, but um, you know, with all the things that have been coming up for myself and my clients in the past couple of months, self-esteem, self-beliefs, self-confidence is um, the way I want to go in success in life and in business. And you know, if you feel like there is something that is troubling you, or perhaps you could you know work with me, um, or you feel like I could you know actually help you in your journey to healthy self-esteem, um, just drop me and email okay my my um contact is in the um show notes it's a link in the show notes and um yeah and then we can see what we can do from there if not um 
yeah, wait for my next episode to drop, probably pretty soon because I'm actually starting things up and it's taken quite a while to actually set everything up and to really, really focus on what I really wanted to do. Um, but my next podcast will be up, next, next podcast episode will be up and uh, we will explore more delicious stuff around self-esteem because I just have so much to share. Okay, so this is Sarah signing off and may you have a wonderful day or week or whatever you are doing right now. Just have an awesome time and we will speak soon. Take care.